Hello, podcast, and welcome to episode 86 of the SupersetYourLife.com podcast. Hello, podcast listeners, and welcome to episode 85 of the SupersetYourLife.com podcast. If this is your first time joining us, this is your weekly dose of entertainment, education, and inspiration to fuel your life inside and beyond the gym. You got just me on this episode, not Taylor, not any other guests. This is a solo episode. And actually, we have Zion, our puppy dog, our Australian shepherd, asleep on my lap. So I hope, I sincerely hope and pray that you will be hearing from just me on this one. This is a raw recording. We will not be editing. So here we go. We're going to be discussing the topic of being all in, the mentality of being all in and how you can apply this mindset to your personal goals, whatever those are. We're going to wrap up with some common reactions and criticisms from well-meaning friends and family and how to best respond lovingly to those subjects. If you want to go ahead and fast forward, you can look down in the show notes to about five or ten minutes in, depending on how long this takes. But we're going to start doing some more updates of just what's going on in our lives, what's going on in our business, sharing what's happening in our contest preps and uh, announcements, customer customer reviews, all that fun stuff. About five or ten minutes, and then we'll get into the topic of the day. And so the first update is Dumbbells and Curl Bar Production. We have two businesses. One is online coaching, and the other one is the production of our own original Skull Bells skull-themed workout equipment and apparel line. And uh, so far, we have dumbbells, we have curl bars. We've been selling those for quite a while. We make everything ourselves at our own shop here in Vancouver, Washington. Everything is made in the USA. However, we have been sold out of dumbbells and curl bars for quite some time now. We've been getting lots and lots of inquiries, and I'm so excited to fulfill all those orders. If anybody is wanting um, a curl bar or a pair of dumbbells that literally have the shapes of skulls on them, uh, you can follow our Instagram account to see what these look like. Um, it is at Skullbells, S-K-U-L-L-B-E-L-L-Z. And actually, YouTube is probably the best place to really get an idea of what these things look like, what they can do. They're super, super cool. It's pretty much everything that I work out with personally at home and everywhere that we travel. We just got back from a couple-week uh, business trip slash family trip in Montana. And uh, pretty much every time that we stop, I got to pull out my Skullbells and get a good pump. That's how you make these long road trips work. <laughs> so anyway, that is the update on Skullbells. Um, you can shoot me a text. You can shoot me an email if there's anything that you want to pre-order. I literally have a stack of papers full uh, that I've been collecting for the last year ever since we sold out of these. Our reseller, AER Fitness, they are also sold out. Um, we have a lot of demands. They're super popular. Um they're patented and so nobody is stealing our idea at least nobody that i know of um but if you if that's something that you want uh, go ahead and let me know i promise i'm gonna get to them it's just been uh it's just been a lot more work than i thought to be able to build the molds to um to cast the rubber for those things because i want these to be the best of the best they're gonna be amazing products when they're all done and I sincerely apologize for how much longer this has been taking than I expected. 
So that's the dumbbells and the curl bars. Okay. And um, please subscribe to the show if you're not already or, um, or, or my email address. All, all the links to these are in the show notes below. But um, my phone number is 206-743-1346. You can shoot me a text for those updates. Um, also, my email address is colt at supersetyourlife.com. Uh, if you want to be added to our email newsletter for updates on everything that we're discussing right now, feel free to go ahead and do that. I'll make sure that you are added our newsletter. Um, it, it, de- it depends on the week, but for the most part, we're really trying to get into a good groove of um, having some faith-based content, some spiritual content. Um, we're very outspoken about our faith. We never force our beliefs on anybody, but it is something that we're becoming um, that it has been put on our hearts to um, to be a bit more upfront about and and sharing because um, I find it very valuable, not just for the reasons that um, discussing our faith and you know talking about what our purpose in life is and why we're even here, but um, I've also found it to be the single best thing to make me a better athlete, to make me a better business person, to make me a better dad, make me a better husband, uh, make me a better dog owner, and so. Um, for those reasons, um, I would feel very inauthentic if I was um, to leave out what is, for our family, truly the most critical part of our lives. Um, and so that's what—that's a lot of what our email newsletters are about. Um, product announcements, um, special offers here and there with everything that we have through our website, superstartyourlife.com. That reminds me, we do not accept any, do- any donations or anything. We are not on... Um, oh, what's the what's the name of that platform called? Uh, Patreon. We we don't we don't. Um, if anybody wants to support our show, basically all we do is kindly direct them to our website, supersightylife.com, and I'm sure you'll find something there that you'll like. Um, got a lot of new stuff in the works right now. We just got some T-shirts, the drop tail T-shirts. We wanted those to be super long because when you're in the gym. If you're just wearing normal size t-shirts, I mean, when you're doing squats or you're doing bent over rows and stuff and any exercise where you're bent over, um, I'm a taller guy and so I always have a problem with my shirt riding up a little bit too much. So since it's nice and low, it gives you the ability to not have that issue. <laughs> I hope that makes sense. Oh boy. Man, I wish this was an, this was an episode that we were editing, but uh, yeah, here it goes. So. Um, the shirts are also dark on the bottom and they fade towards being white on the top. Something that Taylor and I came up with because everybody knows that dark colors make you look leaner, light colors make you look bigger. So if you want to have the appearance of a small waist and broader shoulders, how about a shirt that is white at the top and fades to black at the bottom? It's got our Skullbells logo on the front. It's got the supersetyourlife.com logo on the back. Um, that is our first truly authentic merchandise that we have. We've got gym bags that are going to be coming along the way and uh, some pump covers, some more t-shirts. But yeah, these ones are pretty tight fitting too. And so um, it's not something to where like if you're, you know, not really in the best shape that it's going to like make you look in shape, but it will definitely enhance your physique. And uh, I've been getting compliments on, on these shirts everywhere I go. So far, everybody that has been purchasing them has been loving them. We are sold out of size small, but we got medium, large, and XLs, and I think a couple uh, double XLs too. So if it says sold out on the website, then there you go. That's the answer. Um, Okay, deltoid desolators. This is our skull cable attachment. It's an extra long rope, and these are 
Um, you can purchase them on the website, but there might be a delay. Um, I'm super backed up. I literally cannot make these things fast enough at this point. Um, we have been super blessed with the amount of orders that we've been receiving <clears throat> for this particular product. Um, everybody's just sharing them, and uh, and it's and it's, it's kind of taking off right now. And so it's extremely exciting. Um, I'm trying to make them as fast as I can, like I said, but it literally takes four days just to make one. Uh, because of the weather right now as we're getting into the summer i'm probably going to be able to make them a bit faster i'm going to make some more molds and try to crank things out a little bit quicker but uh yeah i mean i'm not complaining whatsoever uh, we are thrilled with the amount of orders that we're receiving on deltoid desolators so that is our skull cable attachment um, we have lots of different colors that are available the black ones are the ones that are selling out the fastest and so i literally have a stack of boxes that um every time i make one i just send it out and we're um we're sending them in the order that we receive these orders so okay and then all of our supplements are in stock including cgp it's been a long time waiting for that there's been a global shortage on creatine <laughs> so um, everybody's been hitting me up for months and months and months on when are you getting CGP, creatine, glycerol, phosphate back in stock. But that is back in stock. It's our flagship supplement. It's the entire reason that we started working with metabolic nutrition in the first place. Um, I'm a high-level competitor. I take what I do extremely seriously, which is going to be the topic of this show, is the mentality of being all in. Um, and I truly pray that this talk that uh, I'm just recording into my <laughs> into my microphone right now is something that really adds value to you as a listener. But um, you know, everything that I put in my body is I, I take it very very seriously. Um, I was at the pet store looking for dog treats, and I'm like looking at all the ingredients, and I'm like, man, like people literally feed this stuff to their pets. Like this is ridiculous. Like wheat flour, it's the first ingredient on every single dog treat that I was looking at, and so. Um, I just gave up and we're, um, we're, we're getting, we're getting our dog treats on Amazon now. It seems to be like the only place that we can find like actual, actual food that dogs should be eating. Um, cause dogs are carnivores, right? I don't know why anybody would feed their dog flour. Um, okay. So enough of that rant, but yeah, as far as the supplements go, that is the rundown. Everything is pretty much else in stock. Okay. Um, and then the keto crew 22, this is something that we're really excited about, um, I'm going to be doing this contest prep. I am 21 weeks out as of today from the NPC Northern Classic, which is going to be in Federal Way, Washington. I have three shows in the next few weeks after that. The last one is going to be a uh, drug-tested show. It's going to be the um, Northwest Natural, and that's going to be in Shelton, Washington, which is like a half hour, hour from our house here in Vancouver, Washington. So... That'll be a fun way to finish it off. But um, there's two other competitors that are going to be joining me on a fully ketogenic approach. We are using Robert Sykes' new book, Ketogenic Bodybuilding, A Natural Athlete's Complete Guide to Savagery. <laughs> and this book is amazing. Just finishing off, there's a couple pages that I have bookmarked right now that I wanted to share with you guys um, that, 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 have re- that have really just explained what it means to superset your life you know this is this is some this is a term that taylor and i came up with but uh what robert is explaining in this book like why he's a bodybuilder why he loves the sport so much 
it really is a, a, an excellent way to describe what superset your life is so nothing but respect for this gentleman this book is absolutely incredible i'm excited to share these couple pages with you guys that have been particularly impactful to me um but yeah follow us on i guess uh, me more specifically on instagram is where we're going to be sharing some of this stuff but um, i'm going to put links to these athletes below big shout out to both of them loren hoover and uh and michelle ward we are all using ketogenic approaches and doing everything just like robert says out of his book like basically like it's gospel like we're going to be following this to a t so far we're all a week into it it's fun we're talking about let's like and sending each other updates like every single day um and the first phase is the fat adaptation phase and so none of us have ever done this before but we're seeing incredible results um the first week is the first couple weeks depending on how long this takes is called the fat adaptation phase so if you're new to the ketogenic diet you need to get fat adapted first and you can tell um, by you know all the normal all the normal ways to be able to tell if you're in ketosis and that's um it could be simply testing your ketones i use the biosense ketone breathalyzer it's super convenient because you can test it like any time throughout the day so i usually do it a couple times a day to make sure that i'm always in ketosis and then if i eat something that kicks me out of ketosis i can catch it really quick uh michelle and lauren and, and loren are basically doing the same thing anyway the first week yeah my my sleep is better my, my cardio is where i'm noticing it the most i feel like i can run like i can just go and go and go and go and go it's been a long time since I've been keto. Um, the the my energy and the workouts is never like through the roof, but it's much more consistent throughout the day. I never really have any crashes. If I miss a meal, it's no big deal. I just go into ketosis because I'm fat adapted. I mean, I'm really loving everything about the ketogenic diet. And that's the same thing for both these ladies too. Um, 80% of our calories are coming from fat. <laughs> and if you know anything about bodybuilding, you're probably like, what the heck? Like that's kind of ridiculous. And uh, yeah, it is. It is kind of ridiculous, but so far it's 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 working great. Haven't lost any muscle. It hasn't it hasn't looked like I haven't um, hasn't been the case for either of these ladies either. But I mean, just a typical day, real quick of like a typical day of eating for me. What it's been like the last week, which has been working um, extremely well, has been oh let's see, I'm at about 3,300 calories a day right now. I'm dropping weight too fast, and so I'm definitely going to increase it to about 34, 3,500 now at this point lost five pounds this last week that's a little steep for the start of a contest prep um some of that's probably water weight too definitely feeling drier but um yeah so first thing is just eat, eating an egg literally just one egg basically like the leftovers of what my kids don't eat um, just to get my supplements in my stomach um i don't like having supplements on an empty stomach so then i take zion for a quick run we go for a mile do that more for the dog um, running is catabolic on the legs and so i try not to run too much but it is something to where if i don't do it uh both zion and i my, my dog and i are very our dog and i she's a family dog um we're we're both very uh we have to have a routine we thrive on routine and so she doesn't get her routine and her exercise if you have a dog you know exactly what i'm talking about um, she's not in the best mood throughout the rest of the day and it kind of throws her off throughout the rest of the day so um, that's something that we do every single morning get some cardio out of the way first and this is one of the great things about keto too because like if you're um like I, I couldn't i couldn't really i couldn't really do this if i was on a strict carnivore diet with uh with a super high protein approach i am still carnivore um most of my um most of pretty much all of my foods are animal sources I'm not eating any vegetables right now not not eating any fiber just feeling great 
sleeping better, um, waking up not feeling bloated. Um, and, and a lot of it is just because of, of being fat adapted and really being in ketosis right now. But uh, yeah, so we go for a run. And then after that, I have a coffee with four tablespoons of heavy cream and four ounces of macadamia nut milk. Macadamia nut milk is great because that's an excellent source of omega-3s. Um, and then th- and I do, do that in the office. And then I have my pre-workout and my CGP, creatine glycerol phosphate. Um, then I work out at home uh, with the dog or with Taylor, depending on what her plan is. Usually she's at the gym earlier in the morning and we, um, take, uh, we switch off taking turns watching the kids. Um, then I go to Gold's Gym, uh, do my cardio and active recovery there, all my social media, all my emails, basically everything that I can do on my iPhone there. So I'm pretty much always multitasking in that regard. Uh, come back, shower, and then post-workout meal is four ounces of bacon, three eggs, an ounce of cheese, and an avocado, five ounce avocado. It was quite a bit of fat and just enough protein to start that muscle protein synthesis happening. After that, I like to go for a walk, do all my phone calls. So again, multitasking, get the dog out of the house again, uh, push one of the kids in the um, in in the stroller or something, or um, maybe go to the park and do that. Um, and then I like to have a, a yogurt bowl, actually, of two good yogurt, which is like hardly any carbs and hardly any fats, mostly protein. It's a really good product. Um, you can get it at pretty much any grocery store. It's called Two Good Yogurt and four tablespoons of heavy cream with that. It's basically like my home um, ice cream recipe. You should probably make a blog post or like an Instagram reel or something on that. Um, half of a keto brick. Big shout out to Robert Sykes again. <laughs> um, let's see, an ounce of Brazil nuts. And then dinner is eight ounces of bacon, five eggs, and four ounces of cheese. So moral of the story, lots of bacon, lots of eggs, lots, lots of eggs, <laughs> lots of cheese. And yeah, all three of us in the Keto Crew 22, we're all pretty much eating the same stuff every day and all seeing super similar results. So the next step is going to be to start increasing protein and um, keep doing that and push the envelope. This is what Robert teaches to uh, push the envelope as high as you can go with the protein until you stop seeing all the benefits of being in ketosis and then taper macros from there and get shredded for the show. So yeah, looking forward to that. Okay, that is, um, you know, I apologize too. These announcements took quite a bit longer than I thought they would. Didn't seem like a lot when I just jotted down these notes <laughs> of what we were going to cover. So last thing is um, just, yeah, if you have any coaching inquiries, feel free to shoot me a text, 206-743-1346. Um, I'm happy to have a 15-minute phone call, consultation, discuss what your goals are, see if, um, you know, more of a brainstorming call and see if you're a good fit for our program. Um, from there, we can do a coaching application and see if it's, if it's in, and really see if it's a good fit. And um, yeah, and if it, if it works out, great. If not, no hard feelings. Uh, point you in a coach of maybe a coach that would be a better fit. So, um, okay, there's that. Um, and then a customer review. This is the absolute last thing. I'm just I was gonna do two of them. I'm just gonna do one so we can get to the so we can get more to the topic. But Jonathan Stedman in Arkansas purchased a. Uh, let's see, what did he purchase? Uh, blood, uh, he purchased some supplements and a blood red uh, deltoid desolator cable attachment. So he said, yep, got him yesterday and thanks for the supplements. We had some bad weather and the box got a little bit wet. Love the color red and I have watched all of the videos that you sent. They've been super helpful. Thanks for helping me get started off with a bang with this cable attachment. So thank you very much, Jonathan, for your kind review there. All right, and then, yeah, we're gonna jump into the topic now. So, got three resources in my hands that I'm gonna be touching on here. 
they are all books and the first one is called well let's start with the one that i've already been talking about uh, it's called ketogenic bodybuilding by robert sykes i'm gonna put a link to that in the show notes um, the second one is a book called the power of full engagement managing energy not time is the key to high performance and personal renewal that is by jim lore and tony schwartz this book is absolutely incredible changed my life i read it read it again studied it taught it um, my wife read it and uh, and, and, I, and i love it i really really just I can't recommend this book enough um, but they have a chart on page 10 and, um, and when I when I read this, I actually copied it down and um, and I drew it on a piece of paper and I put it in my wall in my office so that I could look at it every day and uh, and remind myself of the dynamics of energy. So this chart is called the dynamics of energy. If you have a pen and a piece of paper handy, you can um, you, maybe you want to take notes on this. If not, it's not super hard to follow along with what I'm talking about here. But if you can imagine a four-piece chart, on the top it says high, on the bottom it says low, on the left it says negative, as in like unpleasant, and the right it says positive, which is like pleasant. Um, the top right corner is the sweet spot. That's fully engaged. So on the top left, if you have a high amount of negative energy, you're going to be feeling angry, you're going to be feeling fearful, you're going to be anxious, defensive, and resentful. And then if you're on the lower left corner, low negative, you're going to be, what, is, what does that mean? I think we can all relate. It's depressed, you're exhausted, you're burnt out, hopeless, defeated. Um, on the low positive, which is the lower right corner, you're, so that means that your energy is low, but you're feeling overall positive. You're relaxed, you're mellow, you're peaceful, you're tranquil, you're serene. Um, on the top right, this is where you're fully engaged, and this is where you're like usually the most productive. So this is the state that I am feeling right now, <laughs> which is a good time to be recording a podcast. So um, high positive, that, that means you're invigorated, you're confident, you're challenged, you're joyful, and you're connected to what it is that you're doing. So... That is from the book, The Power of Full Engagement. Um, and then the last resource, you probably already guessed it, is the Holy Bible. And uh, more specifically, the New King James Version. Um, it's good translation, easy to understand. And this is actually the Dr. David Jeremiah Study Bible. This is a very, very good Bible. I highly recommend it. Dr. David Jeremiah, um, he is incredible wonderful wonderful pastor wonderful man man of god and i listen to content from him on youtube oh um, certainly a couple times a week and his study bible his notes and his take on everything has been particularly helpful especially when it comes to anything that's prophetic so um yeah big time recommend all those books all right so uh my experience in being all in is you know it's Anything that you want to master in life, you have to be all in with it. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it's bodybuilding. It doesn't matter if it's, uh, in my case, hockey, music, Amway, um, and bodybuilding. These are all things that I've been all in with at one point or another in my life. And, um, and, and, the, and it's all really the same. I mean, everything has to take a back seat to some degree if you want to truly master something. You have to be focused. Um, when I was playing hockey, it was it was it was a family thing. Okay, my my bro my brothers and I, it was literally all that we did. My parents spent basically. I I could not ask for better parents. I'm gonna cry if I talk about my parents too much, but 
I cannot ask for a better upbringing. I really, really can't. I mean, um, our parents just, they were, they were parents. It's what they did. That's what they identified as. My dad worked a nine to five job and put everything into our activities, um, uh, and, and especially hockey. And so it was something, if you know anything about hockey, it's not really like other sports, you know, there's not really that long of an off season and you're going to summer camps to, to, to stay in shape over the summer. Um, it's a very expensive sport and it's, and, and there's a lot of skill and talent that goes into it. I love football, but I mean, like my experience playing football was a, a lot of kids were just naturally gifted at it. <laughs> and, and there were, there were kids that would work and work and work at it and practice and practice and practice and were training in the off season more than anybody. Um, uh, but there are some kids that were just naturally talented and that's true with it, with, you know, with any sport, uh, but hockey in particular, I just, I just feel like it's something that it's, it's just a big commitment. It really, really is. I'm not taking away anything from any other sports, any other athletes. Um, but it was like, we were, we were gone every single weekend and we were driving an hour to Billings and an hour back to Joliet where I grew up, um, three times a week for practices. And whenever we were home, if it was in the winter, we would literally go to our neighbor's pond and skate and play hockey there. I mean, everything was hockey. We were watching hockey. Um, we, were, we were watching NFL. Excuse me. We were watching NHL. We were reading books on hockey. Everything was about hockey, and it completely dominated our lives. And I loved it. I really, really did. It taught me a lot. I have no regrets looking back. Uh, my wife grew up playing hockey too. Taylor um, doesn't have the opportunity to be on this episode. She's, uh, <laughs> if you really want to know what she's doing, she is working her butt off right now, um, getting us all set up on an app for training. So it's going to be taking our personal training, our, on- our online training, our coaching programs to a whole new level. Um, it's been a long time coming, but uh, this is going to drastically de- reduce the amount of work that, excuse me, the amount of time that it spends to write our workout programs um, on the computer. So anyway, that's why she's not joining us in this episode. Um, she's actually hopefully taking a break right now. <laughs> so uh, that's why it's just me on this one. But yeah, that's what that's what it looked like playing hockey every day growing up. So from there was music. Went to school at Eastern Washington University and was studying music performance and just everything was music then. I mean, so, um, in particular, jazz. I was a jazz organ player, jazz piano player, and a jazz saxophone player, lead alto sax in the Eastern Washington University uh, jazz ensemble. And and it, it was just all consuming. It was all I thought about. It was literally all that I did. It was it consumed pretty much every aspect of my life. I was listening to jazz every time I got into the to the car, and not just jazz, but specifically the style of jazz that I was imitating, which at the time was was bebop. I love bebop, um, post bop era, 50s, 60s, 70s, good stuff. Swing era, yeah, okay, I like it. But bebop, Charlie Parker, Miles Davis that's the kind of stuff that I really just fell in love with. And so I was practicing jazz on my saxophone, on the piano all the time. Like it was pretty much all that I was doing. Um, okay. And then Taylor and I met, we got married and then we moved to Seattle. We, we got into the Amway business and that was a wonderful experience. We learned so much about people skills, about leadership, about overcoming our fears. Um, and we built that all the way to about the, I think, I, I, I think we made it to about the top 5% income earners in, in, in the industry. And 
Um, and we and we just got to a point to where we we're like, you know what? I think God's calling us to to do something else. I'm just gonna leave it at that. You know, there there are some things that overall we liked most of what we were experiencing. There there were a couple concerns that that we that we had at some point though that we were just like, you know what? Um, I, I don't think this is what God wants us to continue doing with the rest of our lives. So nothing but respect for the leadership there for the wonderful people that were uh, that were coaching and mentoring us and we still talk with them uh, uh, very 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 often but everything that we're doing right now with uh, with the personal training and with coaching really the leadership skills the marriage skills um, how to communicate within a marriage just everything that is taught as far as people skills go and uh, mentality being all in overcoming your fears all that stuff positive mental attitude that has stuck with us and that's why we're um, doing I wouldn't call ourselves I don't like to use the word successful or anything but why um, this is truly taking off and it's been the uh, the best thing the best thing that Taylor and I have ever chosen to do with our lives which is which is bodybuilding this is what we really believe that our calling is and why our purpose is and why we're put on this planet earth is to is to do exactly this so anyway uh, bodybuilding is the same thing you know when it's when it, when it when it comes to when it comes to this sport there's no there's no off season there's no off switch either like hockey was great because like you, you would go play the hockey game and you'd eat a pizza and you'd go to bed and then the championships tomorrow but you can kind of check out for a little bit bodybuilding um, everything that you it, it it is every single minute of every single day when you're on prep there's really no break from it if you want to win if you're doing it just to have fun and get your feet wet in it, that's a different story. But if you're doing it to win, which I am, which and uh, which all of our competitors are, um, it is all consuming. And you're and if this is and if you're a competitor and if you're, you know, or if you're doing something that requires a similar level of focus as a bodybuilding competition, you're very very likely going to receive a lot of opinions from people that are very well meaning. Um, but don't fully understand your grind and what it is that you're doing. So some things that you can expect, uh, I'm just going to use bodybuilding as an example, some things that um, Taylor and I have heard, more specifically me because she has not competed as of yet, but um, some of the things that I've heard over the, over the years is, is like you, you, spend, you spend way too much time in the gym. This is usually people that don't even go to the gym in the first place that make these kind of criticisms. <laughs> but, um, you know, sometimes it's rooted in jealousy, just like somebody that's uh, somebody, somebody that's wealthy. You know, wealthy people get criticized by people that aren't on that level because they um, because there's envy and there's greed there. Um, and I'm hoping and praying that in your case, if you're all in with something that and, and, and you're giving this kind of focus and attention to something that you're truly passionate about, that you're not that you don't have those kind of people in your life and if you do then um, I'll pray for it even harder but when it comes to people that are really just truly well-meaning and they don't understand where you're coming from and why you're so consumed with something that you're so passionate about um, there's there, there's, a, there's a way to handle it you have to communicate to these people why you're doing what it is that you're doing and they have to know how important it is to you you know, but I mean, just think about it from their perspective, though. They don't know you as the bodybuilder, the person that's spending this time in the gym, the person that just hired a coach, the person that is going to be standing in front of a stage of a bunch of judges in their underwear. You know, um, this is something that requires a lot of focus and and a, and, a, and a lot of discipline. But when you, um, 
but when when you put yourself in that situation you're you're, you're you know your close friends and family don't know you as that person. They know you as the person that crashed your bike growing up. They know you as their buddy with whatever's you had in common before. And so uh, when you make a new decision to set a, set a new goal and to, and to go after something that you really are passionate about or that you feel called to do or whatever your reason is for, for doing this, for competing, um, you're going to likely receive some questions and those questions may not come across in the most loving way. <laughs> so um, this is this is where you need to explain why this is important that you do this. And so um, in, in our case, like this is our livelihood. This is this is what I do. This is how I make my living is is, is by coaching. I don't have um, I'm not the smartest guy on the planet. I'm really not. You've probably totally got that impression just from the last 30 minutes of listening to me talk about this. Um, but I, uh, I, I, I'm, I never had the best grades in school. I was never naturally gifted at anything, really. Literally everything that I have become even remotely good at has just been from consistent hard work and just working harder than the guy next to me. I'm not smarter than... I'm, I'm, I'm really not smarter and I'm not genetically more gifted than anybody else on stage but I'm just gonna outwork the person next to me. If anybody beats me, it's not because they outtrained me. It's not because they were better on their diet than I was. No, it's because they are just flat out a better athlete. They've probably just been doing it longer. Um, and that's something that, um, that's, a, that's a mentality and um, I guess a value that I try to bring through every one of my shows and, and, the, and, the, and that I can teach because it's tangible, you know. Um, you can't, you, you can't magically make your IQ higher. Um, I got over that a long time ago. I'm like, I'm never going to be as smart as, 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 as the other kids in class that were getting better grades than me. I'm never going to be as smart as Jim Howard, who I had on my podcast, um, like, what was it? 40 episodes ago where we talked about the, this guy invented the, uh, breathalyzer that I use to test my ketones felt like an absolute idiot talking to this guy you can you could hear it in my voice when if you go back and listen to that episode it was I learned a lot it was a wonderful episode and I'm so grateful that Jim gave me his time um, but that's the reason why we like to have so many guests in our show because I'm just not that smart I'm a hard worker and I will hold you accountable and if you want to compete great we'll do it together and we're gonna freaking win or we're gonna get beat some by somebody that was just a flat out a better athlete but it's not going to be because somebody outworked us. So anyway, that's pretty much what it looks like in, in bodybuilding. And so um, I wanted to touch on a, a couple of points that I think Robert explained just way better than I could out of, out of his book. So the first one is on page 29, excuse me, 28 of his book. He says, the sport of bodybuilding can be our cure. It can be our... It can be our own manufactured hardship that forces us to to toughen up and to rise and meet our own challenges. It can teach discipline and dedication. It can sharpen not only our bodies, but also our minds. The lessons learned in bodybuilding transcend the sport itself and bleed into all aspects of your life. With total confidence, I can say that being a bodybuilder is what gave me the foundation to become a successful businessman a husband and contributing member of society. It gave me purpose and became the backbone of my values. It did it for me and it has done it for so many others that can do it for you too. That in a nutshell is exactly why I compete. And he 
now you see what I'm talking about. He literally just put it into words what superset your life really truly means. Better than I could. I'm the one that coined the phrase. So. <laughs> uh, okay, then on page 168, I had to read this one too. Um, he, he, he teaches on psychological resilience and he defines it as the ability to cope with crises and return to baseline quickly whether those crises are mental or emotional the resilience part is where you use certain processes and action to boost your strength and protect yourself from the potential damages of external stress stress management is probably the single most valuable aspect that I have been able to learn and that I'm so passionate about teaching from competing. Um, if you want to compete, if you want to look your best on stage, if you want to win that trophy, um, you you have to get stress management down. You cannot let stupid little things affect you and distract you from what you're focused on. If your sleep is off, if your cortisol levels, if your cortisol levels through the roof, like you can tell if your cortisol level is getting too high, um, something silly stresses you out and you overreact to it that cortisol is catabolic it's gonna it, it will eat up your muscle and it will and it will stop you from being able to burn fat it'll mess up your sleep um it wreaks havoc in your body cortisol is important you have to have it to survive but if it gets completely out of control which is what happens when you get unnecessarily stressed out then that's then that's uh, that's gonna hurt your 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 physical literally the way that you look on stage um and so it's something that you have to get a handle on and then once you get a handle on it and you learn how to control your emotions, man, it is so helpful in just everyday life and, you know, things like raising kids, <laughs> um, just dealing with everyday life stressors. <laughs> that is something that is uh, probably if I had to pick one thing that's the most valuable out of, out of my experience competing, it would be that. And that's something that Taylor and I are both super passionate about teaching. So. Uh, okay, and then he says on page 169, having perspective and uh, have perspective and know that other people have gone through much more challenging things. This may be the hardest thing you've ever endured, but the universe doesn't revolve around you. You are a tiny speck and your existence is a blimp in time. Ouch, ouch, can you believe that he said that? That's hilarious. Um, and you know what? This is Robert, Robert's also a believer too. He and his wife both are. And so um, he. That last remark that he said reminds me of Psalm chapter 8. So I'm going to go ahead and pull out my Bible right now and uh, just touch on uh, Psalm 8 verses 3 through 4, which basically say the same thing. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have ordained, what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you visit him? So uh, I'm going to go back and actually start at verse 1. This is Psalm chapter 8, verses 1 through 4. And this is this this is David that wrote this. So to really, truly understand and appreciate those couple verses that I just read, um, you got to start at verse 1. Okay, so here we go. Uh, ch chapter 8, verse 1. O Lord our God, how excellent is your name in all the earth. The word excellent. I'm reading from... Uh, New King James Version right now. And uh, in, in my opinion, ESV, it's translated majestic. I don't know which one is necessarily more accurate, but um, I prefer majestic. So I'm going to reread it with the ESV translation. <laughs> oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth, who have set your glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of infants of and babes and nursing infants, you have ordained strength. I'm going to stop right there. That one has been extremely impactful to Taylor and me because of our son, James. 
he's got a little bit of a speech delay. And the, the first thing that we were able to teach him how to say was Yahweh. That's the, that's the Hebrew name of God. And so that was, and, and so that was us praying with him together. And he looks up and he folds his hands together and you can see it in his eyes. I'm, I promise you, you can see it in his eyes. He knows exactly who he's talking to. That's validation of this verse right here. Out of the mouth of babies and nursing infants, you have ordained strength because of your enemies that you may silence the enemy and the avenger. Now we're at verse three again. When I consider your heavens and the work of your fingers, I'm going to stop on the word fingers. That makes it sound effortless. Um, again, I'm reading from the Dr. David Jeremiah study Bible. And so what he says here at the bottom um, on his comment on verse three was God's fingers set the stars in place. There is far less power in the hand than the arm and far less power in the finger than the hand. To create the stars, planets, and galaxies, God needed only his fingers. Isn't that mind-blowing? Okay, where was I? Verse 3. When I consider your heavens and the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have ordained, what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you visit him? So this, this gives me perspective major perspective um and it and it shows to robert's point here how insignificant man is in 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 comparison to the rest of the world and so it's something to keep yourself humble as you're going through a prep prep like this don't get cocky uh keep things in a proper perspective that that has brought me a lot of peace okay so i can totally relate to him on that one robert goes on to say after he says, you are just a tiny speck and your existence is a blip in time. <laughs> Make the most of that blip and conduct yourself in a matter that complements the brevity of life. Accept the hardships that you are currently enduring that do, that do not define you. They are simply moments in your life. Be stoic and remember that this too shall pass. When he says be stoic, um, I do not believe that he is referring to the actual um, Greek philosophy and practice of Stoicism, but rather um, just the just the generic dictionary definition, which is not getting not not overreacting to things and keeping your emotions more or less uh, controlled. So um, the phrase "this too shall pass" that is not explicitly in the Bible anywhere, word for word. However, Second Corinthians uh, chapter four verses seventeen through eighteen. Paul says to the church in Corinth, For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and external weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So that's when people say that the Bible says this too shall pass. Usually they're pulling from that which is, in my opinion, a much more beautiful way of, of saying this too shall pass. So, But his point here is that whatever you're going through, it's not forever. You're going to get through it and tough it out. <laughs> so that's pretty much it, guys. Um, yeah, hope that this hope this was helpful. I really, really do. I'm kind of curious as to what, what, what you've been thinking. Um, but thanks for... Thanks for joining me on this entire episode. Uh, whatever it is that you're being all in with, um, I'm just I'm, pr- I'm praying for you on it, for 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 your for your wisdom and for you to um, and, and and for you to do it and for you to master it. If that's what you're called to do, um, I, I I hope that you do it. And uh, and remember, you got to be all in with it. Um, 
people like to talk about balance and say, well, you have to have the rest. You have, you have to have your, you have to have balance in life. Yeah, that's true. But there comes a point in time where you need to know what your priorities are. Um, it's never worth it for me to, we, we have our limits. We have our boundaries. Okay. This is, this is, this should just be common sense, but, um, I never work so hard. I have, um, but we have a rule now <laughs> that we, we don't work so hard that it takes away from time in our families. Is, is it, is there a, is there a time and place where like we literally have to work to make and to make ends meet and, uh, family time, um, is a little more scarce for a couple weeks here and there. Yeah. You know, everybody has times like that and there's different seasons. There's, there, there's, there's a time. Oh, what, this is a good time to pull out Ecclesiastes chapter three. Um, there's, there's a, there's a time for everything. All right. Let me pull it out right here. Ecclesiastes. Thank goodness for Bible tabs. Otherwise I would have a heck of a time finding this, this little book here. Everything has its time. To everything, this is Solomon's that wrote this by inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Everything has its time. To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up. Sounds like muscle building. (laughs) A time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to gain. Time to make gains, maybe. <laughs> That's a uh, C- CSV, Colt Standard Version. A time to gain and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to sow. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. A time to love, a time to hate, a time of war, and a time of peace. So does not say that everything should be perfectly balanced at all times there is a time and a place for everything so just like for us there was a time for hockey there was a time for music there's a time for being in business for ourselves online now we are in the time in the season of our life bodybuilding online coaching so love you guys god bless you all thank you so much again for listening to the show if you're not subscribed please do that we do have a new episode every saturday morning that is our commitment to you We're working our butts off to try to put out um, as much content as we can that is helpful to you and your fitness journey to keep you motivated, enthusiastic, entertained, (laughs) educated, inside and beyond the gym. Uh, Love you guys so much. Thanks again for listening.